0: Gobble gobble, motherfucker! Now that's what I call foul play.
1: <laughs> hey, folks! This is the guy, Chad, and you are listening to a Dogcast Studio podcast. You catch new episodes of the Turnbuckle Report every Wednesday. You can listen to us on Google Podcasts, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Podomatic. Tune in iHeartRadio. Follow our shows on Facebook or Twitter. Stay healed, baby.
0: Welcome, folks, to another episode of The Turnbuckle Report tonight. You have the people's host. You got the people's daughter, you got the guy, you got the girl. What's up, guys? What's happening?
2: What's up, guys? Hello. We
0: got the daughters on tonight. That's right. We got the daughters on tonight. Special, impromptu, uh, throw the daughters on, talk about what they're thankful for and why not.
1: Survivor Series tonight. Oh, yeah, you're thankful it's for WWE, aren't you?
2: I'm thankful for everything that my family does for me.
1: Well, that's a very sweet answer. But seriously, what are you wow. thankful for? Wow. You can give the right answer now. Oh, huh.
0: that's, nice. that's
1: nice. She says she's all about her family. Uh, London, go ahead and top
0: this and let the people know that the People's Host has a People's Daughter that loves the People's Host.
3: That's confusing.
0: Mm-hmm. What are you thankful for?
3: I'm thankful for... Being on this planet,
0: mm, that is a that. I mean, it was a little one uppy. Maybe you should say like Jesus. That will really one up Say you're thankful for Jesus.
3: I'm thankful for Jesus
0: and wrestling because Jesus wrestled and so did God with uh, with Moses, I believe. So that's a whole thing. <laughs> we
1: the actually whole thing. went. To a rematch is on its way today. too.
0: We did. Rematch we did. between Moses uh, and Jesus. It's it's gonna be uh, this this is hold, no holds barred. Uh, it's gonna be a hardcore match. It's going to be a big deal. Anyway, yeah. uh, you know what? I haven't done it at... in a while. You mentioned it. WWE. I don't think
1: Jesus signed with AEW. He hasn't yet. What are you guys sipping on? Uh, I got myself. Dr. Pepper. I got myself this cool, refreshing Sam Adams Oktoberfest. And I know it's not October mm. anymore, and I realize we're moving into December. But nothing beats a Sam mm. Adams Oktoberfest. What about you, the girl?
2: Coca Cola.
1: That's it, huh? <laughs> Heart disease in a can. <laughs>
0: Is it even? Is it like Coke Zero, or is it just straight? Hold it to the camera. Is it real Coke? She's straight up drinking real Coke. Is that? It's high octane Coke. Coke. Oh, that's the classic right there. Oh, classic. That's the classic. It's not Coke too. Have you, have you guys had the 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 Coke Zero? It's in the red can, but it has the black
1: lettering. She felt the people needed to hear her I mean, sipping on the can <laughs> rather than actually answering your well, question. I'll, t-
0: I'll tell you right now. I get. Can I just pause for a second? I get I get letters from our fans all the time, and the biggest thing they say is they love dead air, so thank you for that. Thank you.
1: <laughs> they do love their dead air. <laughs> they love it's, their it's dead like, air. It's like a drinking game. Whenever uh, dead air hits, they mm-hmm. have to take a shot.
2: We should get into wrestling. You should drink Coca-Cola well, uh, London more. just
1: said let's... They don't sponsor us. We can't, we <laughs> can't say that on there.
3: <laughs> well, you should London, really drink you Coca-Cola. I'm drinking Dr. Pepper.
1: Mm. Ooh, that's got that well, London fan.
0: has already whispered in my ear, and I'm sure everybody heard it that uh, she's done with the sippy sip; she's ready to talk some wrestling. So we're getting London, right into it. Go- London going into Survivor Series, and what what are you thankful for this Survivor Series? Uh... Are you thankful that Charlotte Flair is going to put a royal ass beating on uh, Becky Lynch? Becky Lynch, that's right.
3: Yes. Um. Yeah, that's exciting. I don't really know what to say.
0: Yeah, you were not prepared for this, for sure. Kaylee?
3: I'm thankful
2: for wrestlers that wrestle.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Who who do you want to win tonight? (laughs) Who do you want to win?
2: I want Charlotte Flair to win.
1: Oh, man, loud and proud.
2: (laughs) Good choice.
1: Why do you want
2: Charlotte Flair? Because I have a t-shirt of her and I'm a big fan.
1: So the T-shirt made it, huh? So <laughs> buying Charlotte Flair's merch made you a Charlotte Flair she's fan.
2: This, yep. she's just the best. Uh, Me and wrestler. London have she's the... matching shirts. She's a great wrestler. That's why we got the merch. That's
1: right, we got the merch. Merch. Yes, she's the bestler,
0: the best, <laughs> best wrestler, better than all the wrestlers.
2: Yes, she's probably the best girl wrestler on WWE.
1: I would say she's the best wrestler on WWE.
2: Other than Sasha Banks. Other than who? Sasha Banks.
1: You're a Sasha Banks fan.
2: What <laughs> I have like a close Sasha oh, Banks wow. costume. The wig matches her. You should have worn that
1: wig tonight.
0: <laughs> mm. That'd have been a good thing to do.
1: Yeah. Hey, a little fun fact. Uh this voice that you're mm. hearing right now happens to be the voice at the end of our show. She says Yes.
2: This has been a DogCast production.
1: That's the one right there, except she was a little younger when she said it, but close enough, mm-hmm. close enough.
0: Still very nice, very nice, and if we're going to throw taglines out there, you, you London, you, you know what my tagline is, right at the end of the show, mm-hmm. so, uh, whether you're heel, whether you're babyface, you wanna... yeah. why don't you go ahead and do that? Let's hear a female version of that.
1: Well, I'm glad to see you. <laughs> <laughs> she listens to the show every week, every week. She's a big fan, folks. I'll help you. It's it goes. I'm, um, whether you're uh, whether,
3: whether you're baby a, face, you rather you're a heel or a baby face. You do you. You do you. That's right. You heard that?
0: that yeah, that's right. With a little yeah. assistant. That was uh. When she did it. She, she did, did it. it. That was um. That was me chasing the hug. That's what that was.
3: <laughs> okay. Rather you're a heel or baby face, you do you.
1: Boo. That's right. That's right. Yes. Should I just go ahead I and close it up now? Should we get that ending music going right now? Was that our show? Well, folks,
0: that was the end of the show right there. Actually, no. Uh, I'm glad the girls came. How about a, a round of applause from Colorado, Wisconsin for the girls.
1: Yay, we had the girls. Thank you. There's your there's your little piece of Thanksgiving. We we had to throw a little Thanksgiving special go. in there. With six minutes there of go. Thanksgiving. Say Thank goodbye.
3: You You're welcome. Goodbye, everybody. Bye. I will see you soon.
1: Oh, soon, she says.
3: We'll be back here. Probably next week.
1: (laughs) I Wow. Very confident. Yeah, these girls think they've got a job now.
3: Yeah, we've got a job. The the girls are going to be back next week.
1: Thank you, ladies. Thank you, ladies. Thank you, ladies. Bye. See
0: you. That was a little piece of uh, our lives, folks. The things that make us tick, the things that make us go uh, are definitely – the uh, family in our lives. And, you know, I think that was a, that was a breath of fresh air. Do you know Thank Do
1: you, you know why I wanted channel. them on the show? No. Because I'm thankful for my children this Thanksgiving. That's right. I'm thankful for my daughter. I'm thankful for my son. And uh, I thought it would be nice to put one of my children on that I am thankful for. I couldn't be more happier than have them in my life. So I am thankful for my children this Thanksgiving. I, I, I wish everybody out there, before we get into the Survivor Series card, I hope everybody has a fun and safe, healthy Thanksgiving, twenty twenty one. Here's the turkey. Here's the stuffing. Get that cranberry. The guy from the guy to your home. <laughs> to your home, Betty
0: Crocker stovetop
1: stuffing. <laughs> Let it happen. Hey, are you a are you
0: a, a homemade stuffing kind of guy, or are you are you stovetop?
1: Uh, I think we're stovetop, man. We go straight for the stovetop. I think that's what we did last year. Straight into the turkey, right off the stove.
0: Yeah, I'm the same way. I've got to do the stovetop. I, I prefer it. I prefer it over the, the homemade stuff. And I've had plenty of the homemade stuff. I've had it all kinds of different ways. I've had the cornbread stuffing. I've had the stu- the oyster stuffing. Oh, I've had it all. And you're and you're a chef. Uh, Stovetop's the best.
1: And you're a chef. Yeah. Like, your house is probably the best stove house to be best. during Thanksgiving, which I haven't had a Thanksgiving, uh, the people's host Thanksgiving in quite some time. And I can verify the food there.
0: Oh, the food, sir. The food, sir. The food, sir.
1: It's so good. That's right the food
0: sir speaking of the food tonight we feast tonight is one of the big 4 it is survivor series mm-hmm. before we get into a card and i you know let me i don't even care if we get into the card tonight because uh, i'm sure we're going to hit on a few topics but uh i have some pretty pretty specific opinion about what's uh What's going on tonight in, our, in in Survivor Series? And the first thing I really want to get into, Chadwick, is do we even give a shit about what's happening on Survivor Series? And I'm going to tell you why I asked that question to you. We have every title in the company, except for NXT, obviously. We have every title in the company being on the show? I guess, but not being defended, right? That frustrates me. It does. I don't know what that's supposed to mean. I don't know why I'm supposed to care about these matches if you're you're purposely putting champion versus champion together or against each other, but the title isn't on the line. Exactly. Why am I supposed? Why am I supposed to care about that, Chad? <laughs> I don't know why you would. What's there to care about? Well, bragging rights. Well, let me give a little devil's advocate. So, the other side of that is, if we're not going to watch a match because there's a title being defended, then wrestling psychology tells us we're probably interested in this match because there's a blood feud going on. Meaning, somebody has wronged somebody else and somebody in some way, shape, or form, and now they're getting their comeuppance. Now they're getting their revenge, right? Right. Nope. That's not what's happening tonight. Nope. Because... How could we have brand supremacy when literally champion for champion was flip-flop not a
1: month ago? Not only that, I could give two shits about the King of the Ring. I- I'm happy that Xavier yes. Woods won it. That was squashed on Friday night, by the right. way. Right, I'm happy that he won it, but then all that shit was destroyed, mm-hmm. and then it made it completely a waste of time. Why would, why would WWE Creative give Xavier all that? And usually the King of the Ring brags that he's the King of the Ring for at least until there's another King of the Ring. You know, you get your music changed, sound like you're at least until until WrestleMania six months. Sure, so you get all of that bragging rights for a while. Why would you do that just to have it destroyed and then have it not mean anything anymore? Like I get, they're just props. WWE uses props to forward a story. AEW does the same. Mm -hmm. The belt's a prop. Mm -hmm. That 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 damn crown is a prop. It's all a prop. But you destroyed Mm -hmm. your props. And you were, what basically you're saying is, is that belt's the only thing that matters. But guess what? You're not fucking wrestling for tonight, pal. You're not wrestling for the belt. And guess what? Xavier's mm-hmm. not even in the match. It's Big E. So all of that was doing what for me as a wrestling fan? What what, what do I give a shit? I, I realize the show is for ten-year-old boys. Uh, my little daughter, she loves WWE. I get it. I get where their demographic yeah. is. But as an adult, please don't, don't 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 insult my intelligence. I will explain to my kids what's going on. If you want your kids to watch the show. I'll explain to him what's happening. But don't insult my intelligence. Like You just made me feel stupid for two hours on SmackDown on Friday night as I'm trying to prepare for this fucking podcast to talk about WWE, which, by the way, I fucking dread. Uh, I, when, before we even tar- started, I was like, oh, my God, it's a WWE fucking episode. How the fuck am I going to get through this? Um, but here we are. Yeah. Here we are, pal. I'm excited. I'm so excited. So excited. It's, not the, it's
0: it, We got to stop calling it one of the big four. We got to stop doing that because I, I can't. I can't remember the last time I was excited for a, a Survivor Series. It's probably been at least ten years since I've given a shit about Survivor Series. Probably, maybe even longer. When WCW, John, it probably for me has to go back to John Cena,
1: Batista. Oh yeah,
0: when you had you had SmackDown, uh, reigning Batista champion with that with the World's Heavyweight Championship, and you had John Cena with the Spinner Belt on Raw. That was probably the last time I cared about brand supremacy on uh, Survivor Series. But what made those interesting is you had two guys that were over equal amounts, and uh, they actually put their titles on the line. I know every time it ended in a schmoz. I don't care about that. The title was on the line. You got me to the arena. You got me in the seat. You got me invested. I have no fucking investment tonight. I am watching Survivor Series because I want to see Charlotte Flair kick the living piss out of Becky Lynch. I want to see either Charlotte Flair beat her so bad it turns her into a baby face, meaning Becky Lynch. Or it puts Becky Lynch on a trajectory that sets up a maybe a Royal Rumble title match. Um, the women's title, the women's division, I've thought about this. The women's division has never had a unified title. They had the women's, they had the Divas title, they had the women's title, but then they had the brand titles, right? They've never unified those titles like we did with the world title, like we did with the um, the the winged eagle WWF title back in the day. We've never done that, so maybe now is the time we unify them. We get a real hot uh, thing going on here. Maybe Royal Rumble. We we set this up for a for a unified title match. I don't know, but th- that's the only thing that I'm excited about tonight is to see that match specifically. Um, Roman Reigns, Big E. <sighs> I don't know how this ends without a run-in. No other way does this make sense to me. If if it's a clean finish, I'm confused either way. Because they've made such a push on Big E. Big E is being pushed to the moon right now. A loss, a straight-up-in-the-middle-of-the-ring loss to Roman Reigns is going to put that fire out. It's going to take all of his relevancy away. Now, on the other side, Big E beats Roman Reigns. Why in the fuck did you bring back Brock Lesnar then? So this isn't ending straight up. Would you agree?
1: I I was going to cut you off and say that this thing is going to end in a DQ. And the match will be completely a waste. Because that's what they've painted themselves into. That's the only way I can see this story going anywhere. The fact that they involved Xavier Woods because he's on SmackDown means that Xavier is going to be involved in the match which means that the match will end in DQ cuz I don't believe cuz I haven't been following very closely I don't believe it's a no DQ match I think it's regular WWE rules no it's pinfall in the ring three pin-
0: count yep pinfall yep
1: so it's 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 your typical WWE rules so that means that Xavier is going to show up outside the ring Usos are going to probably be there too they're going to fucking fight outside the ring it's going to turn into a moot story it's all going to end stupid because Biggie can't take the L Roman can't take the L You can't, neither one of these guys can lose. They can't. Currently they can't, because that takes away from Raw. Raw is already a dying brand, which is unfortunate because mm-hmm. Raw is Raw's Raw, man. That sucks. Um But it's dying. And you take your one champion that you have to carry the brand, and he loses against Roman Reigns, which everybody's losing against Roman Reigns. I as a fan can no longer accept what you're doing. So it makes it even harder for me to watch Raw because he's not a solidified champion. You're saying that he's a backup champion. He's a, uh, uh, he's, he's a, he's a champion when, when you need a champion, but he's not your champion. He's not the guy. And uh, Correct. That's unfortunate because I think Big E can carry any company that he goes to. If you took Big E and sent him off to Dynamite, Big E can carry Dynamite. Uh, you take Big E and put the universal strap on him, he can carry the universal strap. Big E can go anywhere and succeed. And WWE Mm -hmm. just doesn't seem to think so. And I don't know why. It's simple.
0: We have a tough time understanding what's going on because it doesn't really matter from week to week what's going on. The attention span of their demographic is about 10 minutes right now. I'm not making fun of anybody, Chad. I'm not dogging anybody. I'm not dogging the WWE. I'm not dogging their, their, their viewership. What I'm saying is they're catering to kids so much right now that they can do anything they want. They can take Terry Taylor and make him look like the Red Rooster. You get what I'm saying? It's no different from the early 90s with all these characters. They can do whatever they want right now, and in five years, it's not going to matter. It's not going to matter at all. Because these guys are going to continue to be over. How many times did we see John Cena put over a brand new talent? And we all scratched our head going, why did that just happen? And it still doesn't matter. The demographic doesn't care about that. So now we're here trying to figure it out. On the other channel, we're watching AEW and it's all starting to make sense because they have a slow burn and they have a slow build. They're feeding our demographic and what we want to see. You flip over to WWE, and it's all kids. It's all kids. Look at those gimmicks. Look at the gimmicks that were being torn up, the the King of the Ring stuff. Did that really capture you on Friday night that Roman Reigns took Xavier Woods' toys and broke them? I could care less. No. Nope. Didn't, it didn't fuel as me. An, as a grown man, you could care less. But as a 12-year-old kid, as a 10-year-old kid, Get heated. Man, I would have been mad. If some, if somebody would have came in and broke my toys, I sure would have been mad. I'd have been hated. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Exactly. So they're, they're pandering to that. You knew it was going to happen last Friday when Roman Reigns doesn't beat Xavier Woods, but steals his crown. And at the end of the show, you see Roman Reigns standing there with his universal title being held up by Paul Heyman, and they the usos gently put the the crown upon his head deeming him the true king it's stupid
1: and, and AEW stupid. is is like you said 18 to 49 it's it's garnering to close to almost a not a rated R show but it's more of a it's it's above a PG very close to it close but below a below rated R above a PG13 WWE mm-hmm. you know people online are always like yeah but WWE AEW in the ratings that's because kids Kids got iPads, man. Kids got phones. Uh, Their parents have signed them into their streaming apps. They can watch WWE on their phones, iPads, televisions. Those two millions aren't 18 to 49. Those two millions that that SmackDown is getting is kids on a Friday night, not going out, not doing anything. They're watching wrestling. That's a lot of kids watching wrestling. WWE knows it, and they know that's where the merchandise comes from. They're capitalizing on that. Then you flip it over to AEW, and you're like, well, they're only getting a million. Well, that's a million 18 to 49 on a live event, and then we're not even talking about the recordings or anything like that, or the people that right. showed up or the right. people buying the merchandise. It's it's a very All the DVRs. It's very skewed. AEW is winning. Period. Period. The ratings may say two million, but they're not our age group. It's just not happening. That's why when I watch this show and I get confused, like why am I watching this? I have to remember I'm watching this, and I need to watch it in the eyes of a child. Thus the reason why I had my little daughter on the show because I thought it was good to set the tempo for what we're about to watch tonight which now being that this is Wednesday but correct yeah. th- we're, recording we're recording before, the, before the show's Survivor live Survivor series yeah we release yeah. on Wednesday a show before it's live uh I don't give a shit about Roman Reigns versus Biggie I don't which is a shame because I really like Biggie I don't give a shit about the Usos versus RK Bro uh I don't care about Team Smackdown versus Team Raw I don't care about the 25 man battle royale uh, I only care about Becky Lynch and Charlotte Flair, and they're the only ones that have captivated, captivated me because they planted that seed. This is a story that's been going on for years. This Becky Lynch versus Charlotte Flair thing has been going on a long time. So this once again yeah, just sure goes to prove that the the women's division is is the leaders when it comes to WWE. That is the only captivating. Mm-hmm. They honestly WWE needs to rethink their roster. They need or their cards. Maybe you uh, you half the card up a little bit. You put couple men's matches in mm-hmm. there and a couple women's matches in there and you and you and you make it even right down the middle because your women's division is the only division I give a shit about WWE. It is. It really is. It's the only one. It went from I'll walk out and go grab a beer during a women's match and only care about investing the men's matches to now it's the opposite. When I guarantee you when the Usos or a versus RK Bro comes on, I'm grabbing a beer. I'm out of the room. But when Becky and Charlotte's in the room, my eyes are glued to the screen, period. And it isn't because they're good-looking women. It's because they're fucking good wrestlers and they tell a good story in the in the ring. Yeah. And that division's the only division I care about.
0: It's the only one. I view Becky Lynch, Charlotte Flair and the same way I would view um, Bret Hart, Shawn Michaels, Bret Hart, Bulldog. You see what I'm saying? Technical wrestlers that these matches we're seeing... Uh, 20 years from now, we're still going to be going on some kind of network, some kind of streaming and trying to watch these matches. That's why I get excited about Becky Lynch, Charlotte Flair, because I realize what is right in front of me is not always going to be right in front of me. So enjoy it while I got it. That is exactly what WWE has. That's the investment they have. It's like they feed us little nuggets. That's the 18 to 49 nuggets they feed us. You were going to jump in. Go ahead. WWE has a way better women's
1: division than AEW, period. I I hate to say it, and I love AEW. I love everything about AEW. They do, though. But the WWE has the prime women's division. And when you look at wrestlers Mm -hmm. getting let go, it's more male wrestlers than women's wrestlers because WWE needs to make room for those women's wrestlers to come in because I think WWE, they're starting to realize, the WB is starting to realize that their their show WB. is 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 the women. It's it's all about the women. Yeah. And AEW is already doing something WWE isn't doing or has ever thought about doing and is not even considering doing. The women's division in AEW has a mid card belt, mid card, and a tag team belt is it. on the horizon. It's on its way for the women's division. It's coming. And so they'll have a tag team belts. They'll have a mid card belt, and, or I'm sorry, TV title, which mid card. And then you have your championship card championship. AEW is doing it in their two years that they've been in existence. WWE has never considered this. And if they have, they, they're clearly not. They don't know. The 24 seven title belt should be for the women's division. Get the fuck out of here. That is exactly
0: why the minute Ruby Soho showed up to AEW, the women's division hit the map. Because and we haven't seen Ruby Soho actually for the last couple of weeks. We haven't seen her. But the fact that she's there and how WWE, the women's division, is, and everybody knows how good it is, that shot in the arm is exactly why that night we went on and started talking on the mic about Ruby Soho being in AEW. Because we knew exactly what that meant. We knew what that was going to bring to the division. And we're seeing that. We're, th- we're seeing that with Thunder Rosa, Ruby Soho. Uh, Britt Baker has got better. I mean, go back two years ago. Britt Baker was... Uh, Awful, I mean, awful. We, uh, I couldn't stand watching her matches. It was botch fest city. Two years later, she is not only the AEW Women's Champion, she's solid. She's solid. I want to talk more, a little more, a little more uh, uh, Survivor Series here. A little more WWE. <laughs> we get so maybe off not track so much Survivor AW. Series. We do, and that's why I have to ring us in. So, the best thing, you may agree with this. The best thing about one of the big 4 especially right near christmas time the wwe has every wrestling platform beat on merchandising i don't know if you ever go buy merchandise from wwe i'm sure you do
1: not often more AEW man than they WWE. throw
0: they throw these sales and they got title belts and i mean every kind of merch you can think of they've got out here and they throw their sales on there and that that is the best thing about WWE is that all this nostalgia and I was laughing. Um, my wife and I were talking about it. And, you know, I, I probably buy, I don't know, maybe one, one or maybe maybe a T-shirt a month. Right. I'll go on to usually it's pro wrestling tees and I'll get I'll get like I just got the hangman T-shirt. It's on the way, um, you know, uh, Brian Danielson. I got that. T- you know, I've, I've had that T-shirt. Anyway, if you look at all the T-shirts I bought from WWE, they're all the nostalgia stuff. It's the Bret Hart's, the NWO, the Hollywood Hogan's, that it's all that because the, man, they have the market on this stuff, and I I think that that is still where they're making money off the eighteen to forty nine. If you could see a demographic on that, that's what's sustaining the WWE. It's they really only give us a couple things a year. Think about this, Chad. There are two things that the WWE gives us every year, and I, and when I say us, I mean me and you. I'm making this intimate. There's two things you, they give us every year that you and I are little children and giddy about. And that's the Royal Rumble and WrestleMania. They give us those two things every year. SummerSlam we get excited about, yes. But we, you and I personally get fucking giddy over the Royal Rumble and over WrestleMania.
1: Yep. Every year.
0: They know as long as they continue that. As long as they make those two cards exciting, which, by the way, isn't hard because the, the pageantry, it's so big anyway, how does it not be exciting, right? They know that all they got to do is give you and I, those two pay-per-views a year, everything else in, the, in between they can get by with with this kitty shit. Because we're still going to watch. Because it's ingrained in us that WrestleMania is the god. And it still is, by the way, folks. As much as I love AEW, WrestleMania is still the god of wrestling pay-per-views. Period. I still get giddy over the Royal Rumble. It is the best wrestling concept per -per pay-per-view that has ever been invented. I stand on that. I believe in that. Uh, Pat Patterson knew what the hell he was doing. Let me just say that. When he put the timer on a Royal Rumble, he took the stupidest gimmick in an actual uh, uh, battle royale. The stupidest gimmick in all of wrestling. He took that and put a timer on that thing and brought people out every two minutes and turned it into the greatest wrestling pay-per-view of all time. They give us those two things, and you and I are fine, right? Give us that. Give us the nostalgia. Let me buy an NWO
1: t-shirt every now and then, and I'm fine. Well, because that's
0: really what it comes down to.
1: We're two years into our podcast, and we we you can see the trend. You can see when we talk more WWE. Clearly, after Christmas, yes. we talk WWE. Yes, very little. All rumble. Very little AEW gets out of our mouths after Christmas. We still talk about it. Don't get me wrong. Like right now, I want to talk about AEW. Like Jesus, Brian Danielson just did a heel turn, and he did it in the most fantastic way. And he did it. Yes. He did it amazingly. Can't talk about it because we got mentioned that. WrestleMania. We got yeah, he mentioned
0: WrestleMania. It was awesome. Well, it is, it is WWE related because he did uh, Stooge off the WWE in his promo. Love his
1: that, answer. but we're all about Survivor yeah, Series tonight. Idea. So, um, you can tell if you go back to our podcast and you listen, if you just look at the dates and you look at when we when after Christmas, I would say after we give our top ten show, our New Year's, yeah. you know, when we talk about the top five things about wrestlers we thought were awesome for the year. Uh, so after our over, yeah. after our end of the year show, if you will, right after New Year's, we only really talk about AEW AEW in between, but most of it is WWE. We talk about. Yeah. We'll, we'll probably is I, mark my words. Come January, after we've done our our show, our our top five show, or our top whatever you want to call it, end of the year show, it's going to get into the Royal Rumble, and we're going to talk about it week after week. Who we see coming? Who are going to be the surprises? Who are the guys going to come out? Who do you think is going to win? Who's up for the title? Who do you think is going to win that Royal Rumble? We love the predictions because we just love to see how it all unfolds. Hell, we'll get into uh, what's that one after Royal Rumble? The one that we we Josh always calls it a throwaway, Excuse but I don't mind it. It's where they get into the cage and they're locked inside a, a elimination elimination chamber. Elimination chamber. We talk about elimination chamber. We even get into that, and then we get into. Uh, after elimination chamber, we'll even get into um, it's like fast lane. Into fast lane. Fast lane to me is probably the boring one of all of them. So, you know, royal rumble.
0: Yeah, because you're ready for mania at that point.
1: Royal rumble, elimination chamber, fast lane, eh. and then you get into royal rumble night one and two. Amazing shit. Mania, mania,
0: or I'm sorry, mania. WrestleMania night one and two. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Which is in Dallas uh, well, this so year, by up, the way. So- well, we haven't talked about this, and a couple things we haven't talked about in in any of our pre production stuff. Uh, I've done this specifically um, specifically because I wanted to save it for the mic. I have two surprises. I have a Royal Rumble surprise. Uh, that's it, folks. Uh, the People's Host's brother will be on the show for our Royal Rumble show. That's right. When me and old uh, Redneck himself... Likes everything a little on the trashy side. (laughs) We're talking about Survivor Series. Uh, It turned into quickly, what are you doing for the Rumble? Why don't we get together? Let's do a barbecue. Let's drink some beer. Let's hang out. Hey, that sounds great. And then he says, buddy, you know, I've been waiting to get on that microphone. I've been waiting to tell y'all what I really think. I said, oh. He says, I want all the boys on the mic, too. I I want them all there. (laughs) I want them all there. I want Cletus. (laughs) I want Jasper. (laughs) I want them all there. So I told him, I said, we can arrange that. We're going to get all the boys there. We're going to have, we're going to, we're going to get, we're going to get lit up on the mic. And, um, I told them it's probably going to be our longest show, probably about an hour, hour and a half. And a good hour of it is just going to be me and Chad giggling at him. Yep. Uh, just like when we were teenagers, no different. So I'm pretty excited about that. I hope you're excited as well. But, uh, I think, uh, I think it's gonna be fun.
1: You know, really quick. I, I, I think it's. I think it'll be fun because then we can listen back to this show, uh, after yes. after we're done here. I think it might be a little fun to just talk about um, the card a little bit. Just kind of give our our predictions. I think it'd be fun. Yeah. All right. I, I think what I'll do is I'll. We can go down the list. I have the card in front of me. I'm, it's it's in no particular order. I'm just gonna list off a, a match. Couple seconds. Say who you think is gonna win and how. Go down the line, we'll listen back on Wednesday and see how accurate we were. You down? Let's do it. Okay. Let's go go right down the card. We'll give a quick prediction and move on. Okay. So we got the we got the Charlotte Flair versus Becky Lynch. Let's get the best best on the card out of the way first. Mm-hmm. What do you think? Who you got? I'm taking Charlotte. I'm taking Charlotte in that match clean. Clean? No, 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 no heel cheating bullshit.
0: Nope, it's gonna be clean, uh, and I think it's gonna turn. I think it's gonna turn Becky into a babyface.
1: I have to agree. I think this is Becky's changeover to a babyface. I think Charlotte's gonna get the win. Yep. She's gonna do it cleanly. I don't think there's gonna be any heel moves. I think Becky will attempt the heel shit, get denied at every corner. I don't think it's gonna be a, a Charlotte dominant match. I think Becky's gonna get her licks in, but I think Charlotte will definitely get the pinfall or or win. Mm-hmm. Becky will will lose. Um. Roman Reigns versus Big E. We already touched on this a little bit. We kind of said that we felt that was going to be in a no contest. Uh, it, It'll end in a DQ. Do you still feel that way? I absolutely feel that way. If I'm forced in a corner and I have to put a name on, on a checklist, it's Roman. Yep. 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 If, if anybody's going to win. How, how do
0: you how, how is it not Roman? You don't bring back Brock Lesnar and have Roman beat him for nothing. Not to have Big E beat him two weeks later. Three weeks later.
1: Now, I know we're not big Raw guys. We don't watch Raw much at all because it's a dying brand in our opinion. And that's our opinion. Watch it about twice a month. If yep. people love watch Raw, keep watching Raw. Don't You don't need to listen to the people's yep. host and the guy and think, oh, shit, we can't watch Raw anymore because they don't. We just don't because no, we no. think it's a dying brand. Plus, there's a lot of wrestling out there. You watch what entertains you. Right. If, if Impact Wrestling decided they were going to be the best promotion in, the, in, in all of wrestling and got better, I'll watch Impact Wrestling. I'm just going to – my eyes are glued to wherever the best wrestling is. Uh. Next one, Usos versus RK Bro. This is why I bring it up because we're not really watching Raw, but we've watched enough wrestling over the years that I think we can pretty much come with a conclusion here. I have to say it's going to be the Usos, and I think they're going to do some heel shit to win it.
0: Yeah, I think the bloodline is strong tonight. Uh, I don't think there's any fractures in the in the the bow there. I think it's all Usos. it's all SmackDown. It's all bloodline. Usos
1: getting a huge push too. Shinsuke Nakamura versus Damian Priest. Now, listen, we got a little taste of Damian Priest during WrestleMania. Mm -hmm. Uh, I feel like Mm -hmm. I haven't been watching, so I don't know if Priest ended up being the heel here or if if he's still a face and he's just holding the title because Shinsuke is. If it's two faces going out, that's totally fine. Uh, I feel like because Shinsuke's had his long runs, and Damian Priest is up and coming out of NXT now holding the the title. I feel mm-hmm. like Damian Priest mm-hmm. is going to get the W in a hard-fought match that I think may go down as the second best match on the card. Bold. It's bold. I agree.
0: I think that um I think Damian Priest is going to win this thing. And I don't think it's straight up though. I think Sami Zayn's going to run in and your next feud between Shinsuke is with Shinsuke is going to be Sami Zayn for the Intercontinental title.
1: That makes sense to me. All right, so here's the one that I'm not really sure about. We got Team Smackdown men versus Team Raw men. You got Rollins, Balor, Owens, Ashley, uh Lashley and The Theory mm-hmm. on on the Raw side. And then you've got on Smackdown you got McIntyre, Hardy, Woods, Corbin and Sheamus on that side. Uh if you had to ask me With Rollins and Balor being on the team Raw, you've got a and and Lashley. You got a strong team, even with Owens. But you got Mm -hmm. McIntyre, Hardy, Woods, Corman, and Sheamus on on one card. You know what? I was gonna say SmackDown has the stronger card, but I think these are very even cards or are even matched. I think with Lashley, the theory, Owens, Balor, Rollins, McIntyre, Hardy, Woods, Corbin, and Sheamus, these are very evenly matched. But we have to pick one. Just having, just the fact that Drew McIntyre is in the match makes me feel like it's going to come down between him and Rollins, and it's going to be McIntyre down mm-hmm. to McIntyre's Rollins versus on the Raw team, SmackDown. I think McIntyre will become mm-hmm. victorious over Rollins. I think that's how that ends. You don't have to agree, but that's how I think it's going to go down. I think you're overthinking it, or maybe even Ballard. Take
0: these two, take these two teams, put them in alley, and call it a street fight. The raw guys are winning all day long. Those are ass kickers, and that's what this comes down to. There's no psychology. It's brand
1: supremacy. This is a throwaway match. Who's tougher? Raw's gonna win in this one. Then you got team SmackDown on the women's side. You got Banks, Sasha Banks, Baszler, Shotzi, Natalia, and Storm. Now listen, I am I'm not up to date on Shotzi. All right, but I watched her on SmackDown the other night, and Shotzi's phenomenal. Phenomenal. She's terrific. Phenomenal! I was pleasantly surprised when I didn't know who this wrestler was, because I don't follow a lot of NXT, and then to see this girl come out against Sasha Banks and put on a fucking clinic, impressed. Then you got Belair, Ripley, Morgan, Car- Carmella, and uh, Selena Vega on the Raw side. I think SmackDown takes it all day. I, I don't know. I don't know how that's going to end, but like you said, if you want to think about ass kickers, Banks, Baszler, Shotzi, Natalya, and Storm, Tony Storm is a fucking ass kicker. Natalia's this, this, this hardcore Natalia is awesome. Shotzi, badass, Baszler, badass Banks, Smackdown all day. I don't think there's anybody on Raw that, Carmella's a joke. Uh, Belair, Bianca Belair, is about the only thing Raw has, on that side, with Ripley. That's about it. I think you're spot on. Smackdown goes home with the victory here. And then you got the 25 men battle royale. You know what? You'll have to forgive me. I, I don't know who's all in the 25 man. Do you know? Yeah, it doesn't matter. It's a battle royale. Let's see. I just I need some names so I
0: can say it's a throwaway. It's a throwaway. Here's what's gonna happen. Somebody's gonna win. It's not gonna matter. And it's a throwaway so everybody can get a paycheck at the end of the night. That's all this is. Oh my
1: been. god, it's their it's their two oh five guys and their fucking mid low, low to mid-carter guys. It's it's a paycheck match. That's all it is. It's so these sons of bitches can get a paycheck, period. You got our truth.
0: I know you don't want me to be that crass. I know you want me to dig into this, but it's the absolute truth. And I don't know what else to say about
1: it. You have our truth in the match so that I already know right there. So, you know, it's going to be kind of a, a, mm-hmm. a funny thing. Uh, you got Sami Zayn mm-hmm. and AJ Styles on this card. You got Cedric Alexander. I'm just, uh, and Cesaro. I'm just naming off names that I think mm-hmm. will be kind of like the last five guys. Drew Gulak. Mm-hmm. So, I think Gulak will be a guy in there that's kind of one of the last ones. Cedric Alexander, Cesaro, AJ, Sammy. You know Sammy's going to be hiding underneath the ring before he actually has a chance. Um, to do anything, I say, Sami Zayn for the win.
0: I really hope so. He's I made the only a logical choice about
1: Sami Zayn already. There's nobody. Yeah. There's no other um, name on this card. AJ is at the end here. I feel like AJ's coming up on the end. Maybe I'm wrong. Uh, Chad Gable, nobody gives a fuck. Jinder Mahal, get out of here. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not trying to make fun of these guys. I'm just talking about their gimmicks on their shows, what they do, how they run their characters, what they do in wrestling. Give me a break. Jinder Mahal, no thanks. If he wins it. You know it- what's interesting to me is Jinder Mahal, like
0: it should have been a big deal when he came back. They should have made that a really big deal. But it feels like to me I just turned on Raw one week, and I'm like, oh, shit, Jinder Mahal's back. That's interesting. Oh, he's still on the middle of the card.
1: Huh. Good for him. Okay.
0: We'll see what this goes. Yeah, we'll see how this goes. That's exactly how it was. They should have made that a big deal. They should have made that a Brian Danielson moment showing up. They should have made that CM Punk coming back after seven years. They should have made that something. They they missed the boat on that one. Jinder Mahal was a big fucking deal. He was getting a huge push come 2015, 2016. That time frame.
1: Oh, the street profits are in this. They're in this 25 man too. So you can't you can't deny that they're going to be in the mix. The, so I talk about going downhill quickly on those guys. The huh? Viking Raiders, who were like one of the top raw tag team guys. Now it's like, who? The Viking who? Those guys go those those two guys go anywhere else in they're champions.
0: Period. It's just like, like legit champions. Just
1: like the revival. They go anywhere else and yeah. these in their and their yeah. big names. While they're on WWE, yeah. they get buried. Um no question. Because who else? That's the problem with WWE, man. Who else are you gonna put on uh the Usos, I guess, or we can give it to the New Day. Or, uh, or the street mm. profits. That's about it, I guess. Because clearly, you guys don't have anybody else on your fucking tag team roster to to give it to anybody else. Apparently, apparently, WWE WWE doesn't know how to push anybody else. I got tongue tied. Right. They don't know how to push any other. You know that's that's why WWE needs a ranking system. Everybody gets their fucking chance to shine in a ranking system. If you don't put your ranking system out there and it's a free for all, guys get buried. Mm-hmm. AEW is, that's why I love AEW. They've done it right since they, since, Mm -hmm. since they inception, the ranking system gives everybody their chance to shine at some point, at some point for fuck's sake, orange Cassidy, who is a TNT champion, which I I really want to see him with the AEW title. One of these days, he is a pillar in the company, but he got a title shot for AEW. He is a TNT champion right now. He's a worker. The guy doesn't get hurt. Shows up to work every day. Does ridiculous shit in the ring. He's a TNT champ, period. That is your TNT champion, folks. And he got an AEW title shot because of that ranking system. That ranking system is amazing. WWE doesn't have that, so guys get buried. It's always the same bullshit wrestlers, always getting the same titles, same dude beating everybody, and and I won't mention his name. But anyways, Roman Reigns keeps beating everybody. Um, it's the same shit all the time, man. It's getting old. I want to see a ranking system in in WWE, but it's not coming. Kids don't want a ranking system. Kids don't give a shit. Kids want somebody to come out and just challenge for the title. That's all kids care about. Kids don't want to see a. That's too much thinking for children, man. They don't want to think about who's ranking number one. I don't know if that's true. Carter, we've talked about my nephew Carter on the show. He's a huge ranking guy. He looks at the ranks. Strong back. Looks at the rankings for everything. Any sport. Been doing this since I can remember. Since Carter was six years old, he'd come up to me. He's like, you know your Denver Broncos are in like uh, 27th place, right? <laughs> your your team sucks. Like, he would do that to me. Uh, he would do that to me. Good kid. At six. Good kid, complete asshole. I can't be convinced that kids are too dumb to look at a ranking system. I'm convinced that kids would love a ranking system. That's my two cents. Your cents are right on. Your cents are right on.
0: Because he, what does that ranking system do, Chadwick? That ranking system gives legitimacy to the people they fall in love with. It gives legitimacy to the superstars they see winning the titles. It goes back to the breaking of the King of the Ring stuff. How much money do you think was spent just in TV time promoting the King of the Ring? A lot of money. A lot of money. How much money did they spend on national TV, on network television, on Fox, to promote the King of the Ring? Not... But two weeks later, after the the award has been given, to break all that shit on TV. Complete waste of time. Complete waste of money. There's no way that Fox is happy with that. No way. There's no way that's happening. I digress. I think... Is that the end of the card? Is that the end of the card?
1: I, I, I want to keep going, but I am literally burned out with WWE. Because the more I talk about it, I feel like our f- legit... Sure. Like any fan that loves WWE, not really our AEW fans, but our cool. WWE fans, listen... I realize that we have WWE fans that said, you know what? I'll tune in. Are they talking WWE? Nope. I guess I won't tune in this week. I get you. I hear you. I don't want you to be upset with the people's host and I. These are our feelings. You guys can go ahead and watch WWE and love it as much as you want. You can say that they get the ratings every week. You can say they're the top brand. Go ahead. Say it. But I'm telling you right now, between the people's host and I, WWE is for the kids. They're lacking a lot of things in their story. And AEW is the top wrestling company in the world next to New Japan Wrestling. Period. I can't even, I can't stress that. But if you're a WWE guy, I'm not even going to call you Mark. Go ahead. Like your product. That's what wrestling's for. We all have our opinions. That's honestly, like you've always said, that's what brings us together. Wrestling yes. brings people together. Just love wrestling. That's all I ask. Right. Just love wrestling because
0: there's enough of it to love. And, and with all that being said, I still watch WWE. I still get excited. I still want to go to WrestleMania. I still want to. I still want to talk. Rana are you, are you yes, excited just, for tonight? I am excited for a couple matches tonight, but I'm always excited when I get an opportunity to watch wrestling. Yep, me Period. too.
1: I love pay-per-views. It doesn't now, matter
0: when I dissect. And you know what it goes back to, Chad? You and I were raised in pretty hum in pretty humble circumstances. I think that's fair to say, right? Extremely humble. Yep. Yep. We were raised humbly, and I loved every minute of I, I, I appreciate it now. I appreciate. What it gave me as a father, as a husband, as a man, I appreciate that. And one of the things that little old Leland did not get growing up was pay-per-views. Nope, it just didn't. It didn't happen. You know what happened is I watched every week religiously, and then on Monday night I would watch the still frames they would have on the on Raw and they would have on Nitro. I'd watch the still frames to catch up and say, "Oh shit, look what happened there." It didn't become until the, the until the network. And that's why, when the network came on, guys like us were the first ones to buy. Because, now, what did you do? The first time you went on the network, can you remember the first pay-per-view you went and looked at on the library? Because <laughs> I can't.
1: WrestleMania 18.
0: Say, We have never talked about that, right? Never. We've never talked we've about We've talked that. about our favorite WrestleMania. 18. Our favorite
1: WrestleMania's, we've talked about that. But we've never talked about the first pay-per-view view we watched. The minute we got the network. Yeah, we never, we've no, never brought that was, up.
0: I went right back and watched WrestleMania 18. Exactly. Because there were moments in time that, by the way, folks, I, I don't I don't cry over that. That was something that built me as a man. And every time I spend my $49 to buy a pay-per-view, I think about that. Every time. I think about how blessed I am to be able to do that. And that's why I make it an event. That's why I love wrestling the way I love wrestling as an adult. If growing up means I can't watch wrestling anymore, then fuck it. I don't
1: ever want to <laughs> That's up. the thing. I, I I literally thought that when I bought uh, the pay per view last weekend for for AEW, when I bought all out, I was like, when I was a kid, I would have given anything to watch a pay per view like this and buy it, and I couldn't because my first of all my parents were not going to do it, I didn't have the money, correct, and and, yeah. and and they they looked at it as a huge waste of my time, so I did exactly what you did, Monday Night Nitro, the ver- the following, and you know what I did on Sundays. I sat in my room pouting because I knew a pay per view was on. <laughs> Bash at the beach, Halloween Havoc, uh, Starrcade, you name it, yeah. whatever pay per view was playing, I'm in my room, yeah. bawling my eyes out, like, oh my God, this pay per view is going to be on. Oh my God, I can't watch. And then Monday Night Nitro comes on and my ass is glued. Like, I am, yeah. if they had DVRs back then, I would be pausing those still frames. To just analyze everything, like what was going on in here, rewind it, look back at it. We didn't have DVRs when I was a kid. I didn't have that luxury. I had to be glued to the screen, make sure that I didn't walk away during commercial, and look at those steel frames. And you know what? That's what Monday nights were for me growing up. I didn't give a shit who was on the card for Nitro. I wanted to see what happened on the pay-per-view. Same. 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 And and so, so there you go. There's a little look
0: into our, into our childhood. And that is exactly why we're at the 50 minute mark on this show. We're almost an hour in talking about Survivor Series, talking about a WWE program for all those folks that say we're just AEW marks. We do love us some WWE The product that we're being given right now is not our favorite. But it hasn't made me cancel my subscription. You remember when that was a big thing? Oh, my God. I'm not watching it. I'm canceling my subscription. I don't know how many times I heard Josh say that. I'm canceling my subscription. No, I've never once said that, and I'm not going to cancel my subscription because I love wrestling too fucking much. And I appreciate how easy it is to access pro wrestling right now. Kids, listen. I'm not a boomer. I'm close to it. I'm a Gen Xer. Appreciate what you have. Appreciate what you have, because we didn't have it back in the day, and that's why we are almost forty years old and still just as well, much as love in relevant pro wrestling as we were back
1: then. Well, and on the network or Peacock, as it is, that's where WCW still lives. It's it right. lives on the Peacock. That's the only right. place I can yep. go to to relive WCW. Only place I can go, and I do watch a lot of old WCW pay-per-views i don't really go back and watch a lot of wwf wwe pay-per-views i will go back and watch wcw pay-per-views and what always fascinates me about wcw is that it had a lot of the guys that later on went to wwe and those early mm-hmm. pay-per-views mark holloway uh a lot of those guys started out on wcw and there they are right there on wcw went to wwf mm-hmm. uh it just um what later on became Stone Cold Steve Austin? Watched a pay-per-view on WCW he was on. Um had long blonde hair and the whole the whole Hulk Hogan look. The Hollywood blinds. Yep.
0: The Hollywood blondes.
1: Uh yeah, he was Brian well, Pillman. Uh, Survivor
0: series. I don't know how good it's gonna be. I'm excited to watch it. I've got the I've got the beers going. I'm ready to, I'm I'm pumped up, I'm ready to hit play, and we're getting very close to that. And that only means one thing, baby. If you're heel your baby face, you do you.
3: Podcast production.